You're listening to a podcast from the pool. Hello, I'm Zoe Beatty. I'm the news editor at the pool. Every day at the pool, we share a quote from a brilliant woman to get our day started. Today I'm channeling it has been with us since the pool was born, and it's still going strong. So when I was thinking about how we wanted the new year at the pool to begin, I started with Today I'm Channeling. Instead of repeating the New Year's resolution bullshit we're fed year in, year out, we thought, why not take that nugget of an idea and extend it for the entire year ahead? Why not think about women that inspire us every day, but on a bit of a grander scale? So this is This Year I'm Channeling. It's a collection of voices, some will be more familiar than others, but all of them will be talking about a particularly cracking woman whose actions or ethos they would like to emulate in the year ahead. Starting with The Pool's editor, Kate Sevilla. Enjoy. I'm Kate Sevilla, the editor of The Pool, and this year I'm channeling Greta Gerwig. She's a screenwriter, actress, and director, and you may recognize her from movies like Mistress America and 20th Century Women, and she wrote and directed the film Lady Bird, starring Saoirse Ronan. I first came across Greta Gerwig in the film Mistress America. I think I was watching it on a plane, and there was just something about her that seemed really familiar, and I was like, okay, yeah, that woman's super cool. And then I think a couple years later, I was on Twitter, and I saw the trailer for this movie called Lady Bird, I was just completely blown away and I started reading about this film and that's when I discovered who Greta Gerwig is. And what it is about Greta that I want to channel this year is her creative energy and her the vulnerability to tell your own story and to tell stories you've created with the world. There's something in the clips, um, if, if you're really nerdy and you like watching the extra, the extra scenes on the Ladybird, uh, I was going to say DVD, but no one watches DVDs. Um, when you download it on iTunes, the extra bits, there's these scenes where you see Greta directing and she has like no makeup on and she has her headset on and she's kind of rushing around. And then, then there's all these amazing like close-up scenes where she's watching the actors basically bring her story to life and the sheer joy that she gets from it just really made me happy when I was watching it and there's something in I think her bravery to sort of open herself up and tell her story um, and to be vulnerable with your own creativity and allowing your stories to be shared and to not shy away from it or hide behind it Um, that's what I want to channel and this is significant to me um, because I think actually I'm a, I'm a really private person. Like I've been online and blogging and tweeting for, you know, since Twitter was birthed and became a thing. Um, but ultimately I don't really, I don't really share anything that that's, that's that private anymore. Um, and I'm a bit of a people pleaser. And so I, I think in a weird way, the sort of openness in the wild west of the internet makes me a bit scared. <laughs> Can't believe, you know, a woman on the internet being afraid. But um, I think in a weird way, that's kind of contributed to me kind of squandering and, and silencing this sort of highly creative part of myself, which I think is actually at the root of who I am. Um, and because I'm afraid of sharing parts of myself in my writing, I think that's where Greta kind of really comes into, into play for me. Um, seeing a film that she that she wrote that was set in a city that I grew up in at the same time that I grew up um, 
really kind of hit a nerve with me. And I, I guess my sort of deepest fear is having these parts of myself that I feel a bit vulnerable about and maybe have a bit of shame around and exposing those and having those kind of up for criticism. Um, yeah, it really strikes a nerve with me. And so uh, I really want to kind of change that this year and, and be more Greta and not be afraid to, to share my own stories and to be creative and, and be vulnerable and put those things out in the world. The one thing I think everyone could take away from, from Greta is, is just that, is her, her bravery to be creative and to be different, not shy or slink away from it and to kind of, you know, stand in, in the spotlight of your own storytelling. Hi, I'm Aisha, editorial intern at The Pool, and this year I'm channeling Marin Morris. Maris is primarily a country um, artist, but she actually sings a lot of pop songs, R&B songs, influences of kind of soul, folk, pretty much anything um, is in her music. She's won a Grammy, she's just been nominated for five more this year, and most importantly, she's a complete and total badass. I first came across Marin, um, I think it was in 2016, I just stumbled across um, a video of her singing on YouTube and I completely got hooked on her writing. Her album Hero has really sort of carried me um, through the past two years. The thing about Marin that I want to channel this year is primarily just how kind of self-accepting and confident she is. She's literally the coolest person ever but she also comes across as very humble and sort of raw and vulnerable no pretenses she definitely knows who she is knows what she wants to do and she very much walks to the beat of her own drum um also another thing about her is that she really kind of stays true to her beliefs and doesn't care about backlash for the country music community to speak out about politics tends to be career suicide but she's recently sung at a democratic mayor nomination she really sticks to her own guns and just says look i know that things are a bit complicated right now but actually i know what's right and wrong and i'm going to stick to that and i think that that's in our current political climate is such an important thing to do i think that marin's sort of self-confidence her empowerment in herself um and how she just accepts who she is is really, really important to me because I think I'm the type of person that um, I beat myself up over every little thing. I think I compare myself to others all the time. Um, I really just get hung up over the little things when actually I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm just doing the best that I can. I've got to accept myself, the good and the bad, you know, just as long as you like check yourself every now and then, but in the majority be like, actually, I'm very capable, I've got this. Um, and I think that that's what I really need to take into this next year. I think the one thing that anybody can really learn from Marin is that even if you've had a bit of a rough patch in your life, you can kind of view that in chapters and say, okay, well that happened, that wasn't so great, but you know what, I can move on, I can change, I can evolve. My name is Yomia Degoke. I'm a journalist and co-author of the book Slaying Your Lane. And this year I'm channeling Cardi B. For those of you who don't know who Cardi B is, she's an internet sensation turned 
rapper who's just sort of had an amazing, incredible year. Um, 2018 was sort of really, really big for her, and she properly made the transition from sort of, um, Instagram and Vine star to being a proper bona fide artist. Um, I first came across Cardi B on Twitter. She, I think it was a video where she was sort of, she's an extra stripper, so um, she was sort of walking around in like a really tiny sort of bralette and skirt and was talking about the fact that, you know, a hoe in bad commas never gets cold. And um, it just really made me laugh. I just remember thinking she was really funny and just kind of um, unassuming and unfiltered in a way that I just really thought she was, yeah, massively endearing and just funny. She just doesn't take herself too seriously. Um, it's been an absolutely incredible year for her. She did a song of the year with Bojack Yellow. Um, she's become a properly successful female rapper and just broken all these different records. She got married this year. She's getting divorced this year. She had a child this year. This year's been absolutely sort of insane for her. And through it all, she's been completely honest, completely, just, I guess, I don't know, it's weird to sort of remain the same in a situation like that goes from like a zero, zero to a hundred, like um, it's just massively extreme, but she's still kind of exactly the same person um, as she was before, just completely still has that sense of just like reality and like realness to her that everybody sort of loved her for. So something that I think a lot of people could probably like could learn from, I suppose. This year has been a year of sort of big changes for me, um, Definitely not to the degree of um, the same degree as Cardi B, but it's definitely been a year that's kind of like um, seen my career probably take off in a way that I kind of didn't expect. And it's definitely probably been one of the biggest um, years in my career to date. Um, so I think that kind of sense of like keeping your feet on the ground and like never kind of taking yourself too seriously, like there's all these kind of issues with women and, like, um, imposter syndrome and, like, feeling as though you haven't necessarily earned your space at the table. But on the other side of that, I don't think that in order to kind of prove that you do deserve to be somewhere, you have to be massively um, up yourself either. <laughs> I think the great thing about Cardi B is that she's super confident but also completely down to earth. And I think that's just something that definitely speaks to me. I think the one thing everybody can take away from Cardi B is just that being yourself is probably any individual's greatest asset because Cardi B was just such a breath of fresh air and I think that's completely why she's just managed to make such waves this year and probably will for several years to come. So I'm Sally, I'm editorial project manager at The Pool and this year... I'm channeling Erica Badu. Erica Badu is an R&B singer um, who's been around since the 90s. Um, she's also a source of inspiration and eternal maternal energy for a lot of people. I can't quite work out exactly when the first time I came across her. I feel like in a way she's always been with me. Um, but definitely her music has been omnipresent in my life, particularly um, in the last few years. And what I really like about her and what I really would like to channel are the values that I feel are portrayed in her music, but also in her way of being. So values like being honest, even when it's not necessarily the most popular opinion, 
Um, but also a lot of her music kind of works around uh, themes of constantly evolving, changing, learning. As with most artists and people in showbiz and people who are kind of in the public eye, anything you say, anything you do does become automatically some sort of political statement. And what I really like about her is that she manages to somehow always add nuance to to her points of views without being apologetic so she's kind of fiercely unapologetic but at the same time very nuanced very understanding and is able to somehow kind of evolve her views and and kind of address certain things that come up in like the the media without going back or kind of reacting in in the way that we're used to seeing um in media why this is significant to me is because it's a good reminder to pack light to let go of all, all ideas live in the present allow progress to flow and there's really no end point we never really arrive anywhere we're always arriving hello my name is Miranda and I'm eight years old and for 2019, I'll be challenging Malala. Malala was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize in 2014 for working for all children to be educated. I first read about her in Three Cheers for Women. The reason I'm challenging Malala because of her bravery and strength. I can't imagine living in a country where girls can't go to school. I think everyone could be inspired by how she spoke up for others who didn't have a voice. Hi, um, my name is Vic and I am the sub-editor at The Pool. I'm channeling Munro Bergdorf for the next year. For those who don't know, um, Munro Bergdorf is an activist um, and a model. She... I think sort of rose to public consciousness um, in a big way last summer um, when she was hired by L'Oreal to be their first trans model. Um, and she then made uh, some very sensible comments about uh, race uh, and L'Oreal dropped her um, and she's known as kind of an icon within the queer community, especially in London, which is where I live. I first came across Munro um, on a sticker in the toilets of DIY Space, which is a queer community centre in South London. Um, and this is in summer 2017. And the sticker was a hashtag and it said, I stand with Munro. So I saw this sticker um, and obviously I then Googled Munro and read up on everything that was happening at the time with L'Oreal. And my reaction to this was a kind of awakening in a way from being someone whose queer identity had always been kind of secondary to somebody who started taking that um, a bit more seriously and being a bit more unafraid to express it. So coming across Monroe for the first time was really a moment that woke me up. I would like to channel Monroe's fearlessness in the next year. I think that every time there's a debate in the media, you know, a so-called debate over transgender rights, a lot of people shy away from engaging with it. And I think it can be a difficult thing to engage with if you are trans. But 
Monroe seems to really like take one for the team every time and she expresses herself so clearly. She's so patient in the face of, you know, she <laughs> sits opposite Piers Morgan on Good Morning Britain and there's something about her willingness to really like lay herself out there for the public to defend trans rights that's very inspirational and very fearless and she also looks fabulous while she does it um so I would like to take a bit of that kind of um that energy and that unapologetic um fabulousness forwards as somebody who came out as non-binary in this past year and as somebody who wants to make things better for my community um Monroe is a really excellent example of how to do that and how to be graceful and human um, at the same time as being, you know, quite famous and iconic. The one thing that I think everybody could take away from Monroe Bergdorf is to be unafraid to be yourself and to be unafraid to stand up for that when you need to. Hi everyone, my name is Monroe Bergdorf and this year I am channeling Maya Angelou. I'm not sure how I can encapsulate such an incredible woman in such a short amount of time, but Maya Angelou was um, an American poet and civil rights activist, and I've never listened to such a compelling and incredible speaker um, who really touched me um, in ways that no one else has really managed to do. Um, she just has a way of connecting with people that I've never experienced. And she's my motivation for when days feel a little bit dark. I first came across Maya Angelou, I think when I was in high school. Um, I think that there was a book of hers in the library and I just remember reading it because um, I, was, I was recommended it by one of my teachers, but I never really took it in. And it wasn't until what I went through with L'Oreal and I was watching one of her YouTube videos and it was her recital of her poem, Still I Rise. And I just thought, this is exactly how I feel. I can't put my finger on it, what, what it is about Maya that I want to channel. I think it's just her sense of that everything's gonna be okay regardless of what it is that you're going through or how you feel there is there is going to be a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel whatever you call it it's going to be okay and it's just that sense of optimism that she always spoke with even when she's talking about the darkest things there was always this glow in her voice one of my favorite poems apart from still i rise which is obviously incredible was her speaking about having rainbows in her clouds, that when she goes and speaks on stage, everybody that's ever showed her kindness, um, anybody who has supported her in her life, dead or alive, they're there on stage with her. And she's like, why would I feel sad? I've got rainbows in my clouds. And it just always gets me. I'm like, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Susie Grant. I'm an author, blogger and broadcaster. And this year I'm channeling the wonderful Iris Apfel. 
She's been um, a designer most of her working life. So she's always been into fabrics and color. Um, but she's best known now because she's got very short gray hair and the most massive glasses you've ever seen in your life. And she always wears the most enormous amounts of gorgeous costume jewelry around her neck. In fact, sometimes I wonder how she can remain standing. Um, but she's doing really well and she's continuing to work, which is what totally inspires me. Well, what actually induced me to start my blog um, was literally four years ago when I was 64. But I went to see a film called Advanced Style and he featured Iris within the documentary. And I just thought, what a wonderful lady. I have no intention of retiring if I can retire that way. For the coming year, I hope I'll continue to channel Iris Atfield. I'm already channeling her because I experiment far more with bright colors. I love vintage. And one of the most important things is that I don't spend ridiculous amounts of money on my clothes. Quite the contrary. I, I go through thrift stores and charity shops. And, and that's what I would channel more than anything else from her. It's not about fashion. It's about style. Iris and her style and her lifestyle are very significant to me because I too want to be that engaged and that just just relevant when I'm in my 90s, let alone my 70s and 80s. To stay young, you actually have to think young. And I think that's one of the biggest things I've, I've taken from Iris Atfield. There isn't an age limit if it's a passion. If you're passionate about what you get up in the morning to do, then I think that's the secret to healthy old age. And not pretending that you're younger than you are. Never done that. And she doesn't do that. I think the one thing that everyone can take away from Iris is don't dress invisibly. Forget dressing head to toe in black because it makes you look slimmer. Be a bit adventurous. Get some colour in. Try some bangles or some big earrings or a hat. Find your thing. Everybody's got a thing. And just have fun. Because if you have fun with your clothes, you'll be amazed how different people act towards you when you walk out the door. Hi, I'm Emily Baker. I'm the News and Features writer at The Pool. And this year I'm channeling Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande is arguably the best pop star in the world and the voice of a generation. She had an amazing 2018 and I hope she carries it on into next year and I want to go with her. I've known about Ariana Grande since I was a kid. She was on a Nickelodeon show called Victorious and from then on she has just, I nearly said changed the world, but I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to stick with that. She's changed the world with her music, my world. She's had a tough time of it recently. She, uh, it was her concert that was bombed in Manchester and Rather than letting it ruin her or hold her back, she's embraced it and made a really, really horrendous moment into a positive. I'm actually from Manchester, uh, so she's last year she was made an honorary Mancunian, which is obviously a, a very big accolade. Um, I feel a bit of an affinity towards her, and I kind of want to protect her. Some people might think it's strange to pick Ariana Grande, a pop star, uh, for my This Year I'm Channeling, but to me, she symbolizes strength and also she's brilliant at seeing the light side of things uh, when things don't go to plan 
or life isn't what you expect. She just inspires me to turn things around and look at things from a different angle. I just want everyone to take Ariana Grande seriously. She's not just um, some little girl pop star trying to make a book off her voice. She has something to say and she's really good at saying it. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, we'd love you to rate, review and subscribe.